0: Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila presents College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Bell Ford. See us at BellFord.com or visit the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Verizon Wireless, this is the 5G America's been waiting for. By College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe, the ASU fans' home away from home. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Whether it's a margarita or one of our specialty recipes, Roger Klein's is Arizona bread and ultra smooth. Summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPal, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. By M-Drive, you're not too old. M Drive for Energy, Stamina, Recovery. And by NCHC TV and the NCHC. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IceTime Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: All right, welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be tuning in tonight on the Podbean app, uh, this is col- or College Hockey Southwest Weekly. I got it right, Paul? And uh, that is presented by... a 50, by... 50 shot. <laughs> That's presented by Roger Roger Klein's Cancio and Tequila, or as I was corrected, it still technically is Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine but it can be found in a number of different places. And in Arizona and Nevada, I know for sure, Total Wine has it. So uh, there's a great way to pick up your uh, your spirits for the week, uh, depending on how you look at things. The uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils did a great job. But Scott Strandy from Scottsdale, Arizona. Paul Hornstein is ours from beautiful Long Island, New York. Oh, Paul, I'm just taking a deep breath and, and exhaling because – Things are really starting to pick up in the
0: hockey world. How are you? Uh, I'm good. And don't forget, they can go to uh, Mexicanmoonshine.com and, and, and have uh, bottles, you know, mailed to them. Sh- Shipped to you in New York? Uh,
1: yeah, somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway... Uh, tonight, we've got a great guest. we got Mr. 103 and 106 from the Arizona State Sun Devils, Johnny Walker, scheduled to join us here in about 15 minutes. Um, we're going to talk a whole bunch of things. So I hope Johnny's got like two and a half hours to spend with us because there's so many things that this guy has done uh, in the last few years at Arizona State and prior to that. And what he's done just in the last couple of weeks from a lacrosse goal uh, to to an unbelievable move and uh, and goal the other night uh, to leading this team again now and to finally getting back to, to health. I'm sure he's going to tell us he's probably not 100%, but uh, he's looking no, he's not. more like the Johnny Walker of old.
0: No, he's, he's not going to tell us that. He won't? No, no he's I'm he's gonna, not. Gonna, he's gonna just gonna ask be like, it is, it is what it is, and I have to play, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> same, okay it. it's... okay
1: well anyway we got so many things to talk about i talked with frank serratory this morning uh and just a couple of text messages back and forth and i feel for his team uh five players came down as tested positive for covid after they got back from niagara slash mercy slash wherever they were up in uh in the upstate part of new york um yeah.
0: as we you call, would expect we call that canada Oh, okay. okay. I'm, just, <laughs> well, I'm, nice. sure, I'm sure Cap is going to hear this and be like, ar, ar, ar. but uh, nice. down here in, 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 in downstate, you know, we call that Canada because you Canada is probably closer. I can get yeah. to Canada before <laughs> I get to No, I know I it is. No, this is, this is the, the no, truth. I hear you. I can get no, to I Montreal
1: before I can get to Buffalo. Well, Paul, where I grew up, I could get to Winnipeg. Uh, Faster than I could easily get to Minneapolis or Fargo, so uh, <laughs> you know,
0: especially during the winter.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, it was a nice tie-in to Bar Canada because that's where we're going to be doing this show from next week. You and I will be parked in the uh, the Bar Canada um, beautiful bar at the uh, uh, D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. Uh, four oh, shows. Uh, Saturday night, uh, we're gonna do a really fun one somewhere. They're, they've been moving us around. It sounds like we could be back at Stadium Swim. I'm not sure yet. We'll know more tomorrow. Yeah. But we do know it's gonna be a trial on Instagram uh, Live or Instagram TV, so people can actually
0: see our shining faces. As oh we yeah, haven't... that's a, that is incentive for people to do it or see our faces. <laughs> okay, yeah. well th- maybe, maybe they yours, can yours, but not mine.
1: Maybe they can look behind us, Paul, and see that beautiful stadium swim environment at the uh, Circa Resort that we're going to be at, because the Golden Knights will be playing Anaheim that night. I'm told uh, by the people at Circa that we'd love to have you, but just be prepared. It's going to be loud, and we can't adjust that. And I said, <laughs> hey, that's kind of what we want to have is uh, tell everybody how exciting it is at the uh, the Circa stadium swim and sports book so be a lot of fun in vegas we're looking forward to that i'm looking forward to seeing you in person again because we only get to do it seems like once a year so yeah uh, well
0: you know, you know what i'm I, I, i'm looking forward to it too but i don't count any chickens before they're hatched i you know yeah, when i well, get on the plane in 2020 2021 20,
1: my... yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. So. Okay, well, I got a box full of stuff for it anyway, so we'll, okay. we'll do that. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, Coach Shirt, uh, man, he, he was talking before the season starts. He wants to get to 13 games. I don't know now. Well, they're I, done I for two weeks. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess they, they've played nine games, but still, it's just it. it they're not going to play for another two weeks. And wow, I just, just the strangeness well, Paul- of the season continues, right? Let me tell you this: A wise man once told me, "You take it one day at
1: a time." Exactly. A really, a let really you know wise man. Let me let just... me
0: know who he is so I can I
1: can introduce myself. <laughs> he said, "You just step up. You get up in the morning. You look at the schedule and you see who's playing and you see whose game is actually happening, and then you go on to the next day." So that's yeah. the theory that I'm starting to go on right now because I don't know. I mean, right here today in Arizona, we have the quote-unquote deadliest day of the virus: 335. Recorded deaths this morning. So, if anybody thinks it's going away, uh, it's not. Okay. We're doing everything we can to get people vaccinated and all over the country. But you know what? It's going to take time. Uh, There's just no doubt about it. And uh, we just have to continue to be smart about it. I will quickly shout out that uh, our friends from Maryville University are playing some hockey, though. They got back and played Lindenwood last weekend. And they got some more games scheduled for this weekend. So, and we know NCAA
0: hockey. What we talk here, it's been plugging along, right? Well, listen. I mean, if it, I just actually looked at it, and ASU's played more games than any other team in the country. Yeah, who would have thunk, right? Who, who would have thunk, thunk that, that, right?
1: I mean, <laughs> at the uh, start of the season, Paul, I, I would have guessed that they would have had
0: such a hard time making this work, and and they've done a really fantastic job. I mean, uh, Robert Morris has played 14 games. ASU has played 16 games. Uh, Miami and Western Michigan have played 14. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Bowling Green, who's 12-2 and two and is uh, quietly challenging uh, St. Cloud for the surprise team of the year. Now, St. Cloud has obviously played a much tougher schedule, but still – uh, no one expected uh, Bowling Green to be 12 and two overall for the season. Uh, you know, so that's uh, uh you know, and they've uh, you know, they play. Like I said, they've played 14 games. Minnesota State's only played seven and two in the conference, so um, it's just uh, crazy. I uh, who the heck expected that? You have some teams that have played 13 games, uh, St. Cloud and Duluth. Have played thirteen. Uh, that is the, the St. Cloud Huskies that swept Minnesota Duluth this past weekend. Um,
1: uh, la U-Bass la la 13. la. Hearing the, that, I didn't hear that at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, checking. Amazingly end enough. Uh, hey, by the way, who, who's amazingly who's enough,
2: the two-time
0: defending champ. Okay. Yeah, amazingly enough, uh, <laughs> Clarkson and Colgate have played thirteen. Uh, Quinnipiac and, and Clarkson have played thirteen games. Despite the, the, the insanity that's the ECAC this year, um, Niagara has played 13 games. So it's uh, it's all over the place, right? I mean. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Frank said he hoped to get to
1: 13 because that's what the NCAA had said as a guideline to uh, even be eligible to play in the NCAA tournament, he wasn't kidding. But, okay, that being said, let's take a quick break and let's get to our guest here in just two minutes. We'll be right back with the captain of Sun Devil Hockey, Johnny Walker, in two minutes.
2: Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. You're home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen Faceoff. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
0: Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you
3: said It's been running through my head, locked and low
2: Visit us at mexicanmoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011.
1: All right, welcome back, in Hockey fans. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, Mexican Moonshine Tequila, whatever you want to call it. Scott Strandy from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein from beautiful Long Island, New York. And, Paul, it's our pleasure to welcome in the captain from the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils, Johnny Walker, Johnny Scott, and Paul, with you. How are you tonight? Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, can uh, I complain? Doing,
0: that's for sure.
1: We're doing well, Johnny. You got your feet up in Madison somewhere and just kind of kicking back and getting ready for this weekend.
3: Yep, yep. Just uh, watching uh, watching a movie uh, movie with Sans right now, so
1: hanging out. Okay. Well, thanks for taking the time with us. Uh, we wanted to have you on because obviously. You guys continue to to uh, do some great things out there on the road. Uh, ridiculous 28-game road schedule. So let's start right there, Johnny. As a captain of this team, and, and you had to suffer an injury, of course, uh, early on and fight through that. But what's it been like being on the road for 28 uh, straight games or working on a 28-game stretch? Yeah,
3: I mean, uh, it's, it's uh, obviously different uh, being on the road. Being on the road every game, we miss uh, playing at Oceanside, but um, I mean we're we're taken care of uh, extremely well. We're fortunate to uh, get uh, get fed uh, fed really well and really nice hotel rooms. So uh, just hanging out with the boys and and uh, school started back up, so we'll be a little busier now. But um, really can't complain about um, about our setup at all.
1: Okay, so that being said, Johnny, what's it been like for you uh, personally because of that injury and the time that you had to uh, not be on the ice with your teammates? But I know you've been around them constantly. How, how have you battled through that mentally, and, and how are you
3: physically? Yeah, it was uh, it was tough at times. Obviously, not being able to to compete with uh, with the fellows, but um, you know, I uh, have a, a strong support group and. And the boys uh, definitely helped that too, just uh, being around them, being able to uh, contribute as much as I could. But uh, I'm definitely glad to be back. I, uh, I feel good and, and uh, getting better uh, every single day.
0: Uh, we spoke to uh, Ryan O'Reilly today, and he said that you have been a big part of helping him adjust to playing college hockey, uh, especially since you weren't on the ice for the first half of the season how, what is how does that make you you feel in and, and, and how does that uh, you know is that something that uh, you've worked on
3: uh,
0: focused wise or you've just done it because it's what you do
3: um, yeah I mean when I was uh, when I was a freshman uh, I still remember Dylan Holman and and uh, our, our older group uh, taking me under their wing and, and kind of showing me um, how to uh how to make uh make a make an impact at this level so um i think that's just part of the tradition that's been built here that uh that we talk about all the time is is uh you know taking care of each other and, and that's part of it so uh ryan's done a, a great job adapting he's uh a great teammate and and uh he's, he's off to a great start so uh you know, just being able to help uh, help anyone as much as uh, we can, that's that's uh, what we what we pride ourselves in.
1: Okay, so, so Johnny, you get back on the ice at uh, number one, Minnesota. It was, uh, you know, I know people have said it was kind of David and Goliath, but you guys didn't take it that way, did you? You were there to beat those guys like you are ready to beat anybody else. So what was it like playing number one again? You had Ohio State a few years ago, but this was a little different, wasn't it?
3: yeah uh obviously they're they're a great hockey team but we uh we felt that um we uh we definitely th- those are both winnable games uh stuff that we've uh we've looked at now and 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 uh hope to continue to clean up but um yeah the, it was uh it was a frustrating frustrating results but i think uh uh like i said i think we've learned from it and we're, we're growing uh growing um every single day so um, we're just uh, now. We're just focused on moving forward and and, and building off a good win in uh, Notre Dame. Um, this so, is Dur- the
0: first time. Go ahead. Yeah, this is the first time you've actually had a uh, consistent chance to play somebody uh, in more than one weekend. Uh, how different was it playing Notre Dame for the second time this year? Uh, and what were you guys able to? Or were there? Did you have to make a lot of uh, adjustments in 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 how you approached this past weekend, or was it just easier knowing you didn't even have to think about what you had to do?
3: Yeah, I think that uh, I mean I wasn't able to uh, to to participate the first time, obviously, but uh, I think that uh, once you can build build a familiarity with uh, with a team that. Uh, you kind of understand how they play and, and what to expect. Um, but at the same time that they, they're able to do that as well. So um, you can't, uh, can't be content um, with, uh, with, with knowing what, what teams have and, and what they're able to do, but uh, use, uh, use that to your advantage and uh, understand that obviously they're, they're a fast team that, that plays the body and, and plays a high tempo game. So we have to be able to uh, match that and, uh, and outwork them, but, um, I think the boys did a great job adjusting, and, and uh, I, I, like I said, just um, looking to build off, of, uh, build off of Sunday night.
1: Johnny, a week ago, we had uh, Pat Micheletti, the former Gopher great, on, and uh, we asked him about uh, the series and what he thought of Arizona State and how their compete level was, and before we even got to that point, he was throwing out accolades to you one after another about uh, how impressed he was with your effort, your skill level, all of those things. And then uh, you put on a show for him and you, you scored a lacrosse-style goal. And, uh, it, and we were all amazed watching. I was clicking pictures off of my uh, my uh, TV trying to get every still shot of it. Tell us about that and, and what were you thinking as it happened in, in real time?
3: Uh, yeah. Um, I tried it uh, last year, I think, in the goalie made a nice save. Um, you know, it's something that you don't uh, – you definitely don't go into a game and, and think about you're, you're going to try to do this or that. You're you're more worried about uh, moving your feet and, and playing hard. But uh, I just saw the puck come off the boards nice. Um, I think in practice uh, I'm always messing with pucks and, and seeing what different ways that uh, you can uh, – you can kind of uh, toy with the pocket and how to uh, how to manipulate little little different bounces like that. But uh, that one came off really nice. Sometimes they're spinning, which which uh, can be a little tougher to pick up. But um, when I saw it rolling on edge like that, it was it was, uh, it, it was uh, pretty much a gift. So um, I, uh, I I it just kind of instinctively instinctively happened, and and uh, was just happy that we uh, we could come away with a little bit of a lead there for a bit.
1: So, so when that was happening and uh, we were all watching and we were going like, okay, you're, you're putting on a show for these guys right now. And, and like I said, Pat was talking an awful lot about your skill set, And I was telling him, I said, go back and watch some of the videos. Cause, uh, I used to watch you at Oceanside, every home game with your ritual before, uh, in, in warmups before the start of the game. And, uh, I can see your hands and I know the fans love to see your hands in action. So tell us about that and and tell us where that all developed and
3: how you continue to get better at that. Yeah. uh, I I think that uh, with my, my skating has always been a bit slower. So um, it's easier to, to have hands when you're not, when you're not very fast. Right. So (laughs) <laughs> um I, I think Boris growing, are you I, listening I, Boris? <laughs> yeah. Um I uh Boris has helped a lot with my edges so I I can't uh can't thank him enough for that but um sometimes I just uh little little slower than most but um working on that too um but uh yeah I think that you know it's helped me a lot uh growing up not being able to to weave through the cones and, and be the fastest kid out there it makes you think and and uh, really utilize your skill set that you're given so um, I uh, it's just I when I was younger I was always stick handling or doing something with a puck or shooting or, or whatever else so um, I think it's important to uh, to focus on your on what you do well just as just as much as you're trying to improve what you don't do well so um, just just trying to get better at that uh, every day too
0: well, if it I, just so you know, it, th- these these words were given to us unsolicited, and he says he expects you to play at the next level, so you're gonna have to back him up on that.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, Boris is so, uh, Boris has been a huge uh, contributor to to my success, and and uh, I know it's not the prettiest thing, but uh, my skating is uh, a huge, uh, huge, hugely due to to what Boris has been able to to. To help me with so um very fortunate to have him and and uh for him to be a part of uh, my success
0: how much did your phone blow up that night
3: i mean i know you'd rather
0: win but how much did your phone blow up that night
3: yeah that was uh that was the tough part was it was uh i mean when you have it when you have a lead on the number one team in the country you're you're close and and not to not to come away with that it was uh heartbreaking for uh for everyone. And I, I think it just kind of nullified, you know, doing something like that. It, it's just, uh, another goal that, that, uh, wasn't, uh, wasn't enough to, to beat that team. But, uh, I did, uh, I did get a lot of, uh, a lot of texts and, and guys reaching out to me, which was nice. I think the coolest part was my, uh, my brother's reaction. So, um, it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was, uh, pretty cool speaking Uh, of my my brother yeah I was going to say I was
0: go ahead I was your brother uh is is playing uh in Chicago uh like you did but he's playing against guys that are three and four years older than him what kind of conversations have you guys had and 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 how much have you had to keep his head up knowing that he's playing against guys that have physically grown into themselves uh, because they are three and four years older
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot, uh, almost every day. Um, you know, just trying to help him understand that he is, uh, a, a young pup and, and, uh, playing time and, and struggles or everyone goes through it, no matter who you are or what, uh, what, what level you play, you're going to go through, uh, some, uh, through learning curves and he, and he does a great job and he's doing a great job. So, um, you know, I, pr- pretty much I just tell him that uh, keep your gloves on and and just uh, use your skating because <laughs> it's hard to hard to hit what you can't catch.
1: Um, now, speaking of can't catch, <laughs> though, uh, he he's been one of Boris's protégés for for years. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and and how he just uh, became. Uh, we had Hector Mahool on a while ago and Hector was saying like, yeah, he just got taken over by Jake (laughs) because Jake was better (laughs) than him. Uh, So uh, how did that all come about? And, and tell us a little bit about Jake's experience with Boris.
3: Yeah. um, I, uh, I mean, Jake's, Jake's earned everything he's gotten. He has it. He hasn't been given um, anything he's, he's made the name for himself and, and um he's worked for for every everything he's gotten he it was uh endless hours with boris trips to everywhere and and summers that never ending and even when he's back he's skating with him um skating twice a day so the kid's a an absolute workhorse and um i think it's a huge credit to to who he is and and how uh, and how much he's achieved is is how hard he works but um yeah he's an unbelievable skater um we always talk about being able to mix our two uh skill sets and i think uh <laughs> as he gets older he just needs less and less of my skill set so um he's uh he's a great skater and, and he's a lot of fun to watch okay so hey, so my obvious
1: all right. oh go ahead, Ball go ahead I, no go ahead you can you go. No. I'll go i'll go after you well i told you i said i hope a whole, whole bunch of things here we got to talk about but um When I reached out to Mitch, Johnny, and asked him if we could get you on, I said – I didn't even say Johnny Walker. I said, can we have Mr. 103 and 106? You Mm -hmm. know what those numbers mean. Um, uh, Myself being a professional golfer for 30 years, I know what golf means to you as well. And uh, and when Mitch let it out that you said I didn't touch the puck on my 100th point, I said class act and uh, certainly self-reporting is something that a golfer does – how did that play out, and and how did you know that 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 wasn't right, and you wanted to make it right?
3: Um, yeah, I I, uh, I heard it during the game when I was on the bench. It, it, they said that I got the the first assist, and I I honestly like didn't remember the play, I didn't think of it much, but I didn't remember getting it. Um, and then uh, it was uh, announced that it was my hundredth or ninety ninth or whatever it was that game. Um, I wasn't uh, aware of that uh, that either, but um, once I uh, once I went to uh, look at it and I realized I didn't touch it, and then um, it's uh, it was it was Semix and he was uh, he was pissed. He wanted me to keep it, but uh, I won the battle, and, and uh, he uh, he got his well deserved point. I think he's uh, he's a great teammate, and and uh, I. Dylan Holman told me a long time ago that that points are tough to come by in college hockey, so take them when they're yours, and and uh, he deserved that, and there's no reason you shouldn't get it. Seniority rules, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dylan uh, Dylan uh, just uh, was, uh, I mean, a huge role model for me. So um, it was, uh, it it just, uh, I think you know, if you if you earned it, you you should get it.
0: Um, so, so Scott brought it up and so I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of it. Um, I understand you like to play a lot of golf. Uh, these long road trips have kind of put a crimp into that. I would imagine. And you guys have a couple of weeks off if you scheduled a few tee times already, or or are you going to lay low and see how it goes?
3: Uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, with with my injury, I wasn't able to, to play any golf, just uh, video game golf. Um, and uh, right now, now that I can finally play, I don't think I've thought of anything other than playing hockey. So, um, I uh, I have not scheduled any tee times, but I'd imagine I will uh, swing the club at least a couple times. <laughs> so, Johnny, yeah, I
0: want I, go ahead, Paul, finish it up. No, I was going to say since you know he brought it back to hockey. Um, this is just my layman's observation, but the last couple of weeks, the, the power play seems to be working as good as I can remember it uh, for a while. Does having somebody play on the other side who has scored as many goals as uh, Matthew Copper, has that really – is it, it just our imagination or has that really opened up a lot of time and space uh, for you guys on the power play?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's specific uh, people or or uh, anyone that's that's contributed um, anything more than anyone else. It's a it's a five man unit, and and obviously Coppers had a, a hell of a year, and and he's uh, he continues to impress. But um, truthfully, I I think it's just finally going in. Uh, there's been times that Coppers. Um, on the power plays just gotten robbed and the goalies made a great save or whatever else. And I think we've, uh, we've truly been all the year, very, very close to being, uh, being a successful power play. And it's just finally clicking and, and pucks are going in. And, and I don't think it's anything, uh, anything different or anything uh, special or, or special recipe. I think it's just finally, uh, you know, bounces are, are starting to go our way and, and uh, we're, we're getting, uh, we're, we're putting a few more in the net. So, Uh, we've, our power play has been successful all year. We just haven't been able to, uh, to put it home, but finally they're starting to drop. Johnny, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, coming to ASU,
1: you and Jacob Wilson kind of came along at the same time. And now you're both wearing the C's. Um, what's it been like, the the positive experiences and has there been any negative things that, that maybe you said, Jeez, I didn't expect this as a captain role.
3: Um, I wouldn't, uh, I don't think you can have any negative experiences right now uh, with, with everything going on in the world. <laughs> you and, and you wouldn't tell there. us anyway, would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I just don't think that you can find a negative in, uh, in what's going on right now. Being able to play hockey, obviously, other than wanting to win a few more games and, and be uh, be more successful, I think that that falls on, falls on uh, the older guys' shoulders. Uh, a bit more, uh, but that's something that you uh, that that you take pride in, and and uh, pressure is pref- pressure is a privilege, and, and have to be able to use that to to uh, to motivate and, and be more successful uh, moving forward. But uh, yeah, being being able to uh, to learn from Jacob and, and be alongside Jacob is uh, is a huge honor, and and I think he's a uh, he's a great leader, and, and it's, uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure so far.
1: Okay, in regards, to, in regards to that, I, I want to ask you just a little bit about you guys came here. You knew what Oceanside was like. You grew up here. You knew all about it. Um, big announcement came this year when they finally announced the uh, the arena uh, on campus will start, and uh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be nice. We've already talked to uh, Coach Powers about uh, him saying that there's already going to be an alumni suite Um how proud are you being an Arizona native to say that you were a part of building this and uh, be able to come back and look at it years down the road. And, and then kind of the, the, the quick second to that would be the NCAA is offering a second, uh, an additional year of eligibility. Has that even entered your mind at this point yet?
3: Uh, yeah, obviously huge honor to, to be a part of this program. I think, uh, it was, it was obviously my, my number one school for since the day they announced it and being able to come here and, and help build uh, build something so special is obviously huge um, and, and couldn't be more thankful but um, yeah, the, the second year absolutely an additional year um, other than being 55 years old and playing college hockey, I mean that's still uh, <laughs> it's, it's still pretty nice. Uh, I don't think you can compl- <laughs> complain with that, um, you know. And every uh, um, every year after uh, junior hockey to play playing a- another year of hockey, I think it's just um, just cherry on top and and uh, an extra. I think uh, it was always a goal to play college hockey, and obviously it's it's always going to be a goal to play in the NHL. But um, every year that uh, that I get to keep playing is, is obviously a huge privilege.
0: Okay, so... Okay, I don't know. Because uh, oh, I, you know, I like... Yeah, no, I like to ask the off-ice stuff. So um, you uh, mentioned you guys were watching a movie before you came on. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have played tons and tons of video games, and maybe it's a little different now that classes have started up again. But what have you guys done since you've had so much uh together time on the road what have you guys done that maybe doesn't involve a a video screen or uh or, or, or class
3: oh um yeah it's uh that's i mean other than play hockey and and uh movies and me dominating an xbox i don't think there's a huge a whole lot um that uh that there is um, it's a it's a bit like Groundhog's Day, but like I said, if you're being able to play <laughs> hockey and, uh, and in in a worldwide pandemic and, and being in a hotel room with all your buddies for 35 days, it could be a whole lot worse. Nobody says let's play some board <laughs> games or something
0: with some <laughs> dice or...
3: Um, I I don't think um, when I was younger I got banned from Monopoly. Uh, <laughs> it, it's a lot really? easier to pick up an Xbox controller than it is to pick up a, a full Monopoly board or fifty two uh, a deck of fifty two cards. So um, wait, how did you get banned while, from play? Uh, do Do we, uh, we want to know how you got you banned from playing Monopoly? A, a fair share of my. Uh, my snaps uh trying to they've definitely toned down a bit in the last few <laughs> years but um I definitely had a temper growing up so uh losing in anything is never acceptable uh, I, you know, I, 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 that's,
0: that's, listen I understand I I listen I, I I get it right we all get a little older we all mature uh, I used to kick a ball return machine at the ball and alley once in a while when I was younger so I totally understand <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to steer back to hockey a minute, Johnny, because
1: uh, before we let you go, I want to talk a little bit about playing this year against Big Ten uh, competition. We knew it was going to be rough, and uh, you had the unfortunate uh, event of not being able to play against Minnesota the last time that you played them two years ago. Um, But you saw what happened, and and me being a Minnesotan, and I always tell people that uh, in my 35, 40 years of watching Go for hockey. I don't think I've ever seen that team motivated to beat another team like they want to beat you guys. It, it seems like they just do not want to lose to a school from Arizona or Arizona, you know, anywhere in the Southwest, but particularly Arizona State. So, have you noticed anything different uh, playing all of your games against Big Ten schools as opposed
3: to playing uh, other teams uh, home and away? Um. Uh, yes and no. Uh, obviously, there's. There's some really good players and, and great teams in the Big Ten, but um, I think no matter where we play or, or what's going on, teams are always trying to uh, to take us down and and, and beat us because um, we've definitely uh, we started to put um, ASU on the map as a hockey program and and we look to continue to do that and and I think teams that are uh, uh, well-established and been around for a while. They don't want to lose to, uh, to the new guys. So um, I don't think that there's um, – I don't think there's a, there's a difference in the Big Ten as much as uh, just people our, – or our teams just uh, uh, wanting to be ASU. Okay, that's fair. Um, final one from me. Give us
1: a little something on on your equipment manager, John Loffner because – he does a heck of a lot for you guys, and uh, I'm sure this has been brutally tough on him. And I'm sure you guys have uh, appreciated everything he's done. But tell us a little something about Lauf.
3: Oh, Johnny. Uh, how long do I have left? Uh, as <laughs> much time as you want.
0: Yeah.
3: No, John's a uh, John's huge to uh, our success. Uh, without without Johnny, it wouldn't be. Uh, very, uh, very fun coming to the rink with, uh, without everything that, that we need to be successful. Um, unfortunately, I already let it out of the bag that I think he's the best skate sharpener there is. Um, somehow that made it back to him. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's, he's a guy that, um, you know, you don't want to give too many compliments to because it's a lot of tough love from him. But, um, he's, uh, he really is great. Um, he takes care of us so well, and, and I know my four years that uh, without Johnny, it'd, it'd be a completely different experience. So, uh, extremely thankful that that he's here and, and taking care of us as well as he does. And along with uh, Leanne and, and our equipment, our equipment, tra- our her trainer uh, Rick, uh, we've gotten to know each other. I think a little too much. Um, I think he <laughs> might be sick of me, but uh, I think he actually likes me a little bit more than he'd like to admit. All right,
1: we appreciate your time, Johnny. I know it's getting late out there in Wisconsin, and uh, you got to get some rest because it's, it's a big weekend coming ahead. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time. Congratulations on all the success and continue it on. We can't wait to see you back on home ice here, hopefully sooner rather than later. So take care out there and uh, get the guys pumped up for a big couple of wins at Wisconsin, okay? Well, dude, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. That's Johnny Walker, the captain of your Arizona State Sun Devils, joining us tonight on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Uh, Paul and I are going to take another quick break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about NCAA hockey in the Southwest in three minutes.
2: I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress! That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs?
0: We've all been there. We know what kind of gift to get someone, but sometimes it can be too hard to make sure that the gift is the right size or style. So we shrug our shoulders and try to think of something else. Well, if that person is the hockey player in your life, the answer is easy. A gift certificate or a gift card to Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Whether you go to any of our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com, our gift cards are the perfect solution. Sports equipment, especially hockey equipment, has to feel right to the user, and a the behind-the-mask gift card allows you to show the player how much you care and lets them pick out what's right for them, whether we're talking about sticks, gloves, skates, or more. Pick one up today at any of our behind-the-mask locations in Gilbert, Peoria, or Scottsdale, or at BehindTheMask.com. If you live in the Valley, you know that there are no shortage of options when it comes to eating Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste combined with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos, which are served all day, to the combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert, and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery.
1: All right, and we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. Paul Hornstein, my co-host, as always, from beautiful Long Island, New York. Both of us will be live from the D-Hotel Las Vegas uh, next week. So it's going to be a lot of fun to be there. And uh, Paul says, hopefully, Uh, the airplane's going to leave. You're going to be on it. You're going to get there. You're going to get in that. Here's the biggest problem we have, Paul. How are we going to get you out of there? Because when you get in that 90-degree water at Circa, you may not ever want to go home.
0: You're going to have to get a crane, and you're going to have to get – Something that they used to build buildings with to get me out of there because um, – because Did I mention to you it's going to be 72 on Saturday oh, and sunny I can't and wait. not a breeze? Oh, that's, see, that, that's why I don't want to jinx it. Until I land <laughs> at McCarran. I'm not going to say that I'm there until I'm there.
1: Okay, well, well, that's fair enough. Okay, so you had a chance to uh, to listen and, and interact with Johnny and, and find out some things. Uh, his personality is still there. Um, yeah. He says he's getting better every day. His uh, scoring prowess is still there. Uh, tell us some stuff that you, uh, you maybe learned from Johnny tonight.
0: Well, I, the one thing I didn't learn, because I forgot to ask, um, if you remember a few weeks ago we had his dad on talking about their season – of playing nothing but road uh, yeah. games. Right. And uh, his dad said his, he still can't beat him to the glove side, and I forgot to ask him if if that was true or not. Uh, not anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think we can answer that one for him. Sorry, Jeff, if you're listening. Uh, that, that was that was a cheap shot. I know you're going to get even with me somewhere uh, down the line. Yeah, but he probably uh, will. Not, but, uh, but it's nothing that I can't get him a gift card to Burrito Express to get him feeling
0: better. I he'd probably like that. Maybe uh, some, Roger Klein, some Roger Clines, some Roger too. we would probably take that. Exactly. Okay. So on the serious side
1: of things, um, the the Sun Devils, as you mentioned, had played sixteen games, which means they got twelve left uh Which five is, like
0: i said it's crazy that they've played the most games of, of any game in the country <laughs> it's nuts
1: <laughs> i know the independent with all the games never missed a game because of uh, anything Shh, don't to see, see to yeah. say to okay. that, I'm, not that. Wood. I'm not gonna that. what i'm not going to i am not going to can you hear that that's not gonna wood. okay um so so anyway 12 games left five nine and two if i'm not mistaken in my numbers um in your estimation, Paul, how, how good can they continue to be? Are they going to continue to build from what you've seen right now? Will this team
0: continue to get better until the end of the year? Or do you think they've plateaued? Where do you think they're at? Um, I think we'll get a better answer to that question after the next four games. Going back up to Wisconsin and 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 playing that team with a full roster and then going back to Minnesota and, and playing those guys there, I, I, I think this is a big litmus test over these next four games before they get their break um and and and, and i think that that they will respond positively whether or not that translates into wins or not i don't know because you know we we can't anticipate puck bounces and and and, and breaks but they they did get a few in, in this in this weekend in Notre Dame and that's kind of the first time they got them all year so, um, you know, so hopefully that happens. Like Johnny said, the, the pucks have started to go in. Uh, they got that one power play goal in, I, I believe it was Sunday's uh, in Sunday's game, where it almost looked a little bit like a Russian power play. Where bang, 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 bang in the net. Yeah, that
1: was fun to watch. I've seen <laughs> that, that a hurt. couple of times now. I've, I've watched it on replay, and that was a lot of fun. Right away, I thought... Um, who scored that? I had to look at it again to see who actually took the shot because it was moving quickly. So,
0: uh, like I said, hopefully. Uh, so that let the, me I'll, go ahead finish your statement. I was going to say so. Hopefully, you know, those are, that is a harbinger of things to come, and uh, we'll get on a they'll get on a nice roll, and you know maybe win eight out of the last twelve. That would be nice. That would be very
1: nice. So let me ask you this. Do we have a goaltender controversy now? you got three goaltenders at at ASU. Uh, Justin Robbins got his first start, earned his first collegiate win, a big one against Notre Dame, obviously on Notre Dame's ice. Um, Do we have a goalie uh, controversy going on right now, or what's Coach Powers going to do? You got any ideas on that?
0: That is above my pay grade.
1: (laughs) I thought you were gonna ask that today at the uh, at the press conference you're gonna say who are you gonna go with this weekend coach well
0: I, you know I mean I you know I've thought certain things about who was going to play the next game uh, over the last few years and I would say I've been wrong more often than I was right uh, if I was gonna guess you'd have to come back with Justin robbins in the next game but like I said, uh, I'm not. The, I'm not. A, uh, uh, you know, that's above my pay grade. So, uh, so but
1: let me ask you this: you You've watched every game, every minute of every game. Um, you see the style that Cole Brady plays, and you know he's only a freshman. You see the style of Evan DeBrower. You see the style of of Justin Robbins. There is nothing alike about any one of those three, except no. they try to keep the puck out of the net.
0: No, and that's, you know, that is what it is, right? Um, they all have different skill sets and different players. And uh, the, the one advantage I would say that ASU has in terms of, of of goaltending is the coach was a goalie. There's not a lot of goalies that, were coaches,
1: that are there coaches. There should be a
0: lot more. There
1: should be a lot more because they're, uh, they're the ones that uh, really see the ice well. But, yeah, that's true. I think uh, Coach Power's – it not only has the skill set but he's got this knack this feel if you will for who he thinks is going to have a big night and i think putting justin in the other night uh probably did a couple of things it probably sent a message to the other two that uh your playing time's not safe if you're not um at your sharpest and secondly is i think he thought it was time i mean uh I think he said last year before uh, Justin's injury that it was almost time for Justin before yeah. uh, before that unfortunate injury. So uh, congratulations to Justin for getting out there. Congratulations to Johnny again for uh, surpassing the 100-point mark. It sounds an awful lot like he's uh, seriously considering coming back to, uh, to play another year, which would be fantastic for Sun Devil fans, especially sure. if they can see him play here at Oceanside. Sure. And the numbers that he might put up in NCAA hockey – Uh, are going to be pretty impressive if he gets to come back. Might be kind of like that old Boston College team, the numbers that they put up. You remember that? Um, Maybe. (laughs) I'm just throwing some things out there because I I know that that Boston College team that we had, uh, we talked about uh, a few weeks ago, they had some real goal scorers on there. But never sure if it's because the goalies that they practice against were just kind of civish or or what the deal was. What do you think? Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Okay. Okay. So let's jump off of that and and, uh, take a look into uh, Colorado College because I know you saw them play. They were supposed to play Denver. It was supposed to be games three and four of the Gold Pan Series, and they ended up uh, switching it up and playing uh, North Dakota. Uh, What did you see out of uh, Colorado College against a top-ranked team like North Dakota?
0: Well, you know, it was a tough weekend for them. Uh, I thought they played okay on, 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 on Sunday night. Uh, you know, they, 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 they just weren't able to put the puck in the net. Uh, but I thought North Dakota was the better team on Sunday night. Um, man, they, they, they had a bunch of power plays on Monday night and didn't convert on them and, 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 and it cost them the game because I thought they were the better team not you know not like a dominant team or in in that sense but i thought they were the better team last night in that game against north dakota it's just you know when you're the team that has the the recent success and you're playing against and, and you're the uh, playing against a team that doesn't have that kind of success going for it in 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 the last few years man it it's just it is, that is that toughest and that last final level to climb to, to, to be able to uh, relax and, and feel like you're going to win it anytime. And, and that's kind of an advantage that North Dakota has over a lot of people and Duluth has over people. Uh, and even though they're not playing like it this year, Denver has had that uh, in in the past, and, and, and that's where you want to take your team, right, where you're so confident that you can come back and win a game or you'll eventually make a, a, a play that will give you a win over a team, even if you're not the better team on that night. It, it, that's where every team wants to be, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when you look at uh, uh, the job that uh, is being done in, in Colorado College, obviously on the ice, they're getting better and better, and they've uh, they've laid a really good foundation, I think. And I'm transitioning that to say, I just saw some pictures of their new and, uh, arena, which has got a beautiful foundation too, and uh, starting to get some real real uh, strength as far as that getting ready for the fall.
0: And. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you mentioned goalies. Uh, I think they went into the season thinking that Matt Vernon was going to be the guy playing 80% of the games. Um, and then between the pod and the way he's played, uh, uh, Dominic Bassey has played really, really well for them. And so I think that gives them another uh, edge and another opportunity to make themselves better because they know they can go with either goalie. Yeah, that's a really good point because
1: I think we've seen a lot of that around college hockey this year. That they, they found most teams have found a pair of goaltenders that do a really uh, solid job for them. So let's move up uh, the interstate, Interstate Twenty Five to uh, to Denver, Denver, which uh, had a few COVID issues to deal with last week and wasn't able to participate against Colorado College. Well, guess what? They get the uh, the North Dakota Fighting Hawks in their building Friday, Saturday night, knock on wood again, that everything is settled down and they're able to get those games in. So um, uh, Denver at 4-6-1 or 4-7-1 overall, how, how
0: do they rebound um, from all of this in your mind? Well, once again, it's like we just talked about. Uh, they've had the recent success. Right, they they won a national championship three years ago. Uh, they've been right there uh, on uh, with in, in 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 the NCAA playoffs the last two years. Uh, even if they didn't win the national championship, they've been right there. You know, they just you know they they built that foundation of we know we can win, and we're you know we don't have to sweat. Uh, you know, wondering if we can win this game because they know they can. Now, it hasn't happened this year unexpectedly, you know, because, you know, at the beginning of the year, they were one of of, of three teams in that conference that were ranked in the top five. You know, they're still ranked in the top 20, even with the the, the, the record that they have. So people still have the expectations of them. And who's to say that having North Dakota go in to Magnus arena is not the spark that gets them to go? It's not like they, they, the talent has gone anywhere And they get yeah, some of their it. players back too this week or you know whenever they get back on the ice. So you know and that in, and that includes a guy with a gold medal and Bobby Brink so yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a
1: big get-back for them because Bobby plays a huge role uh, for the Pioneers, and I'm sure they're thrilled to have him back, and he's gotten a little extra time now to get his legs under him since the uh, the gold medal uh, game for the World Juniors. So North Dakota at Denver for a weekend series, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Omaha at Colorado College for a weekend series, and I think Paul, I think Colorado College gained some confidence knowing that they could really skate and hang with a top team like North Dakota. So I think Omaha is going to have their hands full uh, at World Arena. Well, it
0: should. I mean, it it should give them uh, a a lot of confidence to be able to play, you know, against anybody. And, you know, they played everybody in the pod. Uh, even if uh, Colorado College had to miss a couple of games. So, I mean, you're talking about being at home, not having to travel, and, and, and really getting to work on things and hopefully building off of um, how they actually did play, even if the results didn't come in. So, you know, you only need a couple of games to get hot, right?
1: Yeah, that's 100% true. So let's jump over to the Big Ten uh, before we wrap things up tonight. But uh, the Big Ten's got some interesting matchups as well. I think every weekend is interesting in the Big Ten. But uh, obviously Arizona State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin uh, knocked off the previously undefeated Gophers last weekend. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Notre Dame at Minnesota. Ohio State at Michigan. Michigan State at Penn State. Wow. Wow. Pick your
0: poison on any of those, right? Uh, Listen, I mean, you know, outside of Minnesota, there's really only about a three-game difference between second place and seventh place. You know, I mean, Wisconsin's in second place. They have six wins. Penn State's in the last. They have three wins. Uh, they're They're a couple of points behind Michigan and Michigan State. Michigan State, it's only got two regulation wins. Michigan's got three. Uh, you know, Notre Dame's got three in the conference. Ohio State's got four. So they've yes. all been beating each other up.
1: Yeah, and I kind of think we thought that, didn't we, at the beginning of the season? We thought they were all going to be beating each other up, and we were wondering what Arizona State was going to do. And they've kind
0: of just jumped right in and said, okay, you guys want to beat each other up? We'll beat you up too. Uh, they no, go back listen, and forth. we, we – if anything, once this, you know, after that first week, we thought Michigan would be the team that would be nine and one, but uh, uh, that hasn't been the case. Uh, it's been the Gophers, and you know everything else has been a crapshoot. So, you know, that's that is life in the big city, right? Um, <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, and we also we... said at the beginning of the year that the, the NCHC might have the top teams, uh, but the Big Ten would be tough from, from top to bottom. Right. Uh, I, I don't think anybody expected Michigan to struggle like this or or Penn State to struggle like this, uh, especially after the first couple of weeks. But once again, everybody's beating each other up.
1: Yeah, and that's the hard thing, Paul. When you say the word struggle, um, are they struggling or are they just – facing like opponents, uh, even strength opponents. Um, because, like you just said, from top to bottom, it's as good a conference as any out there. Um, and and I think in the end, it's going to play itself out that way. But uh, I, I want to jump into the, the national NCAA goal-scoring leader because he's from oh, Arizona State and it's not close. Matthew it has got 12 goals run the season. Uh, the 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 next closest guy from AIC has nine. That's a three-goal lead already. That's uh, not bad, is it?
0: Uh, No, it's not. And, you know, I'm I'm sure that uh, Matthew would like to stay in South Bend uh, for a few more games. Rumor has it they towed the Golden
1: Dome with them behind the bus, and they do have that in Wisconsin. So if that helps.
0: Okay, whatever it (laughs) takes, right? Uh, exactly so i mean good for matthew uh good it's good for the team and hopefully they can build on that too uh, you know it's just it's craziness uh you look at him as a freshman up at the top of the leaderboard carter savoy at denver as a freshman at top of the leaderboard uh you know there's and, and I realized that, it, once again, we're talking craziness. Reese Gabert, North Dakota, right up there. Uh, a lot of freshmen up at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, Miettinen up at St. Cloud. I mean, there's, it, it is well mixed in. You usually expect to see juniors and seniors up there. But in that top 20 of scoring, there's a whole bunch of freshmen and a couple of sophomores. And that can only mean good things for college hockey in the future. Absolutely. And
1: great job. Say that St. Cloud kid's name again because I think Micheletti might be listening and it might help him out. Say it one more time. Vidi Mietinen. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Why? Nick, if you're I listening, don't... don't you remember Pat struggled to, to get that name out uh, when he came on with us? Uh, he was talking about doing the, the St. Cloud State
0: and UMD series.
1: And he said, finish well,
0: Finnish kid." <laughs> listen, listen. I had, I have I had a little bit of an advantage because uh, in my time at ASU,
1: <laughs> right, uh,
0: they, they had a lot of Polynesian players, and <laughs> and and, and it, it, you know all over the program. So learning how to say those names uh, definitely helped me learn how to to to, to, <laughs> to, uh, to pronounce names and 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 gave me a little bit of an advantage. Not to mention all of the uh, melting pot nationalities and, and <laughs> things that I deal with in my day job. So, Right. I hear you. Um, so
1: let, let's wrap things up by saying, first of all, the quad pod of hockey moves to Vegas uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then, of course, the, uh, the special Instagram Live. You're going to want to jump on our Instagram page. So if you're not following us at Ice Time SW, do that now. I promise you we will have some fun coming. I've been talking to the people over at uh, the D Las Vegas and Circa today about things that we can do to uh, kind of hype up the fact that NHL hockey is back. It'll be the second game for the Vegas Golden Knights while we're there. Also, uh, Monday and Wednesday night, the, the Arizona Coyotes will be invading Vegas to, uh, to play the golden night. So it's going to be a really fun week in Vegas. I know you're not going to say anything until you get there and we get you picked up at the airport, but it's, uh, it's going to be a fun week. So uh, thanks to all of our partners for, for chipping in. We've got some great giveaways from everybody has uh, thrown out something to give away. So uh, be tuned into the podcast. I also want to shout out and say milestone for us tonight, Paul, we crashed the 10,000 download Mark, which is something that we were hoping to do Uh uh, as soon as possible we'd hope to finish it up before the first of the year but you know it's uh, it's still a milestone and we're going to continue to build from there I, a year from now we'll look back and go ah ten downloads that was nothing but uh congratulations to you and to zach and to Stephen for helping us uh get to that point because we couldn't do it without you guys so thank you so much thanks to everybody that listens and downloads and we hope we continue to provide that content uh, tonight was awesome. Always great when you can have uh, the captain of a team and certainly the captain of the Sun Devils, Johnny Walker, with us to uh, to chat and uh, talk things on and off the ice. You do a great job of bringing up the off-ice stuff, which I love. So congratulations again. Uh, anything we closing it, for man. you, my friend?
0: Uh, listen, you know, if, if it wasn't for Zach, Stephen and I, you'd have to fill a lot of airtime all by yourself. So, <laughs> and, somebody... and I'd be I'd be in some deep water, folks, if I didn't have those three to help me out.
1: I would oh, be in some deep Somebody has to water. bail you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Take it away, my friend. We'll sing a night with little uh, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro to uh, cap off another edition of College Hockey Southwest Live. Roger
0: Klein's Canción Tequila and Mexican Moonshine has presented College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Verizon Wireless, the 5G and 5G ultra band for business that America's been waiting for. Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford giant, the presenting partner of the Sunday special. Tell our friend Kevin Wood Ice Time Hockey SW sent you and let him show you the Bell Ford difference online at BellFord.com or the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila and Mexican Moonshine. Ultra smooth, Arizona-owned, go to mexicanmoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. Buy summer skates, fall, winter, doesn't matter. We still like to keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner to get yours. Behind the mask and its three valley locations, in line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at OxyPow.com. Buy Burrito Express. Our homemade recipes to your table. Great taste, great value. M-Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night. Our two-step system for energy, stamina, and recovery. By College Bar and Grill in Tempe. Buy ASU fans for ASU fans and by the NCHC and nchc.tv. Every game in the pod, on the road, or at home, nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine Cancion Tequila. Say that a thousand times fast. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. And that tongue twister uh, is
1: is done on purpose because let me explain it just a little bit before we go. Uh, Alisa Klein, uh, the fantastic manager over there at uh, Roger Klein's um, uh, Cancion Tequila and Mexican Moonshine, asked me to send that out there because as you know, it's a a tricky thing in the uh, alcohol business to get naming things and do this and do that. So They've been working really hard at getting relabeled as Cancion Tequila. I understand that uh, I think in Mexico it is coming out this month. So uh, Alisa wanted me to make sure that people look for Mexican Moonshine right now until that new label and that new name is officially on the markets. Total Wine is the place to get it, folks. It's fantastic. We're going to have some samples. We're going to have some bottles uh, with us in Las Vegas because we're going to be at Bar Canada next week.
0: Samples? So another oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, another big shout out to uh, the, the staff over at ASU for for getting us Johnny Walker, Mitch Chernol. Thank you so much for uh, doing what you do, Johnny. Thank you for spending some time with us uh, on the road in Wisconsin and breaking away from being the uh, video game champion to uh, to visit with us and and uh, talk a little Sun Devil hockey and basically NCAA hockey. So that was a lot of fun. We'll say goodnight with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Good night, everybody. Good night.